What's up and welcome to the Josh on the Grind podcast. I am your host, Josh Jackson. This is actually my first ever podcast. So this podcast, the purpose of this channel is to focus on fitness, health, well-being, really give you the tools and the knowledge you need in order to go and reach your own fitness, health, and well-being goals, and also help you out with a direction to go in with all of these things. So we're kicking it off with a doozy of a topic. One thing I get asked the most, and that's nutrition plans. What nutrition plan is the best? How do I pick the right nutrition plan? Which one is going to lose me the weight the fastest? Which one is going to work the best with my body? Which one can I still use and eat the things that I want to eat? So there's a hundred questions with nutrition plans because there's thousands and thousands of nutrition plans out there and diets out there and it gets confusing and you get told one thing because the internet can tell you anything and it's easy to believe and run with it and think like, I'm doing the right thing because this person said I'm doing the right thing. I've been tricked by these things. Everybody has. It is hard in the fitness industry and in the health industry to find what's right because people find things that work for them and that's great, but they share that and people try to incorporate that into their life like it applies directly to them as well, if that makes sense. So the first thing, I think the most important thing to cover with nutrition plans is how do you actually lose weight? Most people's goal with nutrition plans is to use it to lose weight. Unless you're really into bodybuilding and stuff like that, then you'll use it to bulk in weight, to build muscle, to cut in weight, to prep for shows, stuff like that. But that's more of the extreme. So if we're talking the basics of how do you actually lose weight? Well, it's pretty simple. But it's hard to find a direct answer from most people because there's a hundred different ways people can tell you and people can bullshit you about what's right. So straight up, weight loss depends on calories burnt as compared to the calories eaten. That's the reason that everything that you eat is measured in calories. So each person has a certain amount of calories that they burn every single day without doing any excess exercise, without doing anything out of the normal, we burn calories every day. For example, I burn around 2,700 calories a day without doing anything. That means, well, that's not true, including my workout. I work out six days a week, so I count that because it's something that I always do, but my number's 2,700. Yours may vary. My wife's is around like 1400, 1500 actually, I think. So it just depends on your body type, depends on your your lean body mass and your structure. So how much you weigh without any fat on you. So these calories that you burn each day, which changes per person, you take those calories and you compare it to how many calories you've eaten each day. So for me, 2700 is my maintenance calories, which means I burn that with doing my normal work. And if I eat 2,700 calories, I will not gain or lose weight. I eat 2,700 calories, I burn 27, it equals zero. There's no weight gain or weight loss. Now, for example, I eat 3,000 calories in a day. Now you'd have to find the difference, 2,700 and 300, which is obvious, sorry, 3,000, which is obviously 300. I gained 300 calories worth of weight. Now, how much is 300 calories worth of weight? Really hard to say. Almost impossible to say. People have numbers that they've come up with, and I 
okay, could be true, could be accurate. I think that that's a tougher one to put an exact number on. But at the end of the day, I know I'm gaining weight. Now, if you flip that and let's say, again, my number is 2,700 for my maintenance calories, what I burn in a day. If I eat 2,500, then I've burnt 200 calories in that day. How much weight is that again? You don't know, but you get the gist of losing weight. It's all based on calories eaten versus calories burned. So when you hear that, it might change opinions on diets. I know it did for me because you would see all these diets. It's like, you can eat any of this stuff, any of this stuff. It's like carbs are the reason you're gaining weight. Fats are the reason you're gaining weight. This is the reason you're gaining weight. When at the end of the day, you're eating more calories than your body's burning, which in turn means you're gaining weight. So when you break it down to simple terms like that, it kind of helps with all the clutter out there. So that's the basics. How do you lose weight? Now, the question is that everybody asks, once they know that, it's like, okay, well, what plan's the best then? Is it the keto diet? Is it the Atkins diet? Is it Weight Watchers? Is it, again, billions of them out there? And honestly, the answer to that question is, there isn't a best one. There isn't one that you have to do. And this is just in terms of weight gain, weight loss. I definitely have a preference and one that I would say this is probably the healthiest, best way to go about it, but it's not necessarily the most effective because it really just depends on who you are, what you do, and if you actually do it to a T, you know, like all of these, the keto diet right now, it's not some magical thing that makes you lose weight. It's not this supernatural thing that takes away all your fat. It's literally what you're eating, you're eating less calories than you're burning in a day. And that's it. And so when you look at something and you see like how simple it truly is, the diet you pick all is around personal preference. It's not around like, oh, well, this fat's going to do this or this carb's going to do this. It's literally around which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the keto? Do you prefer Atkins? Do you prefer Weight Watchers? Do you prefer whatever the uh, like uh, is the beach diet whatever it is i don't know there's a some beach thing beach body thing but whatever you prefer what do you like the most do you like eating a lot of fats okay cool then go for the keto you don't eat many carbs eat proteins and fats and it'll work for you as long as you're under your calories so once you get this simple thing the which plan is the best for you and the search for the best plan really becomes unnecessary because you know that it doesn't matter the plan. It matters what you think of the plan. If the Atkins diet sounds great to you, then do the Atkins diet, but you just have to do the diet the way that it's meant to be. And that can be confusing too, because you read an article that's like, keto means low carb. Cool. All right. And then you go crazy. You're actually eating more carbs than you should eat, or you're eating no carbs at all. And it's affecting your weight gain, weight loss, or even just the way you feel day to day. So best plan for you, really, that's a personal, it's what you want. What do you want out of your diet? What do you want to focus on? What do you want to eat? Stuff like that. So for me, and I don't care what diet anybody chooses. I just want diets to work for them. So if you came to me wanting training and nutrition and all this stuff, but you wanted to do the keto diet, awesome. That'll work. I don't care what you do as long as you do it the way it's meant to be. If you're not doing it the way it's meant to be, then I will say definitely don't do it. The keto diet has very specific things in it that people don't necessarily look into 
and that makes the diet fail for them and not work. So you, whatever you do, you want to do it to the fullest and you want to make sure that it works. So for me, what diet do I think is best? Honestly, and this is in line with a lot of fitness people out there, I think that counting macros is the best way to uh, go about your nutrition plan or weight loss. And here's why before you have any backlash. So first, my reason is it's not it's not better because it loses more weight or it does anything magical. It's literally based on a few things. So the first thing is flexibility. When you are counting your macros, you don't have to eat specific things. You can, I guess, first, I probably need to go into what counting macros is. Counting macros, so you're, you have calories on, think of a nutrition facts label. You have calories at the top, and then in bold, down below, you have total fats, total carbs, total protein. A bunch of other little things in there, but fat, carb, and protein are always your bold and your big things that are on everything. Those are macros. Macros are macronutrients. So that is fats, carbs, and protein. That is all a macro is. Micro, which is smaller, is your minerals and things like that. So all of like the B vitamins and C vitamins and iron and potassium and things like that. Those are micronutrients. Micronutrients don't necessarily like they're not calories. They're just nutritional uh, devices, I guess. But macros translate directly to calories. So how you come up with that calorie number is you come up with carbs, fats, proteins. So four grams of fat, 20 grams of carbs, and six grams of protein. Cool. Those numbers actually can add up to equal your calories if you multiply them by the correct number. So one gram of fat, equals nine calories. So if you ate something with one gram of fat in it, it would say there's nine calories in it. Now, one gram of carbs is four calories, and one gram of protein is also four calories. So that caloric number, if you take your protein, whatever the grams are of protein, multiply it by four, then you take your carbs and whatever your grams are of carbs, multiply that by four, and then with the fats, multiply the grams by nine, those numbers will add up to equal your calories. It might be one or two off, but that's just because of rounding purposes. They don't want to have 30.333 on the top or whatever it may be. So you take those numbers and those add up to equal your calories. So the reason in counting macros is to be sure you get the nutrients you need and still stay under the calorie goal that you want. So instead of counting calories, it's a more specific way to do that. The only reason you would do this more specific way is because carbs, fats, and proteins all serve a different purpose in your body to help with bodily function. Fats control the hormones in your body. Carbs control your energy levels in your body. And protein, it controls muscle development, muscle energy, things like that. So all these things, and they bleed into each other, but those are the main purposes of all of these. So that's what macros do. They all serve a specific purpose. So if you get the right amount of those in a day, your overall body health will be healthier, obviously, because you're getting everything you need. You're not cutting short on your energy or cutting short on the things that control your hormones or muscle development and you're still under your calorie goal. So now back to what I was saying, my first reason of why I like counting macros more than anything else is flexibility. So the flexibility of counting macros is you don't have to eat specific things. If you want to eat carbs and fats, you can eat carbs and fats. Unlike the keto diet where you're eating more fats, less carbs, 
That's not the case necessarily with counting macros. It could be the case if you wanted it to be, but you are being sure that you're eating what you want as long as it fits within these macros. So what I mean by eating what you want is if you have in a day, you can eat 65 grams of carbs, 225, sorry, 65 grams of fat, 225 grams of carbs, and 140 grams of protein, if that's what your macros are set at, then you can use those numbers and you just have to hit that. So now it's not like, oh, I have to eat fats and protein. I can't have carbs. It's like, no, you can have fat, carbs, and protein. You just have numbers that you're going to reach now. And you're not going to surpass these numbers because by surpassing these numbers, you surpass your calories. So the flexibility is in the fact that you don't have to cut things out of your diet. So with keto, inevitably, you're going to be cutting things out of your diet. You're going to be cutting high sugar things out of your diet because they're high carb, which is good. It's good because you're cutting the sugar out. But at the same time, diets that you can't eat anything that you want are really hard to stick with because you like sugar. And so you've gone... This period of time with no sugar, your body's craving sugar, you can get to the point where you get over those cravings, but it's hard. And that's when people usually bail out of diets. They do them, it works, they're going good, and then they bail. And then they stop, and that's when you just fall back into the same routine, and then you're jumping into a diet again the next month. So flexibility in what you can eat is a huge thing. You can eat mostly what you what you want, and like anything that you want. So for example, one of my clients right now is in the process of some like really great weight loss and it's going fantastic for him. And he's not cutting everything out of his diet that he still enjoys. So like, for example, a week ago, he was really in the mood for fajitas and from like a Mexican restaurant, which if you look at anything calorie wise for fajitas at a Mexican restaurant, if you eat everything with them, you're talking like almost guaranteed over 1,200 calories, which in terms of your whole day, if you get like for like specific purposes, this place that we were eating at, it was going to be about 1,600 calories to eat fajitas that day. Now, with his diet that he's on right now, his maintenance calorie – or not his maintenance, sorry. His calorie deficit that he was in in order to lose weight, he was eating uh, 1,900 calories a day. So that – literally means that if he eats these fajitas, which are 1,600 calories, he has 300 calories to eat for the rest of the day. That is something that is very, very difficult to do. And most people, when you get on a diet, it's like, all right, shit, I can never eat pizza now on this diet. I can never eat fajitas. I can't go out to eat. I need to cook everything at home. I need to have baked chicken with rice and broccoli and only this. And yeah, that works, but it sucks because you can't eat anything you want. So what this client of mine did is he said, okay, woke up in the morning, ate 300 calories worth of food, and then fasted the rest of the day. Now, fasting, intermittent fasting doesn't do anything. All that matters is your total calories for the day, intake versus um, expenditure. And so he took this calories in the morning, saved 1600 calories for later in the day. And then that night went and ate as much as he wanted of the fajitas, which is crazy to most people because it's like, all right, no, I can't go to a Mexican restaurant and eat all these fajitas and still lose weight for the day. But then he wakes up the next day and he's down two pounds. Now, in terms of overall greater health, that's not the best way to go about it. But if you're doing that once every two weeks, 
that's okay. You're giving your body the cravings that it has, but still allowing it to, still allowing yourself to reach those goals that you've set for yourself. So that's a huge reason is what you can eat, the flexibility of it. So the next thing that I really like is the flexibilities inside of the macros. So the keto diet completely, not completely, it very, very much so restricts carbs, which is fine because again, our goal is calorie intake versus expenditure. But if you're someone who likes carbs, that sucks for you. And if you're somebody who likes fat, so it works for you, but you like a little bit of carbs, that's where the benefits of macros come in. You don't have to cut everything. You can eat all the different macronutrient groups, which carbs, fats, and protein, and still be okay. You don't have to cut them out. You don't have to be miserable because you can't ever have ice cream again because you're doing the keto diet. You know what I mean? So you now have the ability to have these windows, which of course you don't want to have too little of one macro, micro, sorry, macronutrient or too much of that macronutrient, but you can pick a range where it's like, okay, what do you, do you want to eat more fats or more carbs? Okay, well, I like more fats. All right, awesome. You're going to eat 80 grams of fat a day and your carbs are going to be down to about 120 grams of fat or uh, your carbs are going to be about 120 grams of carbs a day. So you just flipped your numbers. Now, same person, they could say, oh, I want to eat more carbs. Okay, great. We're going to drop your fats to 50 because we're not dropping. And this is don't go off these numbers. These numbers, the numbers for macronutrients are based off your body type, your lean body mass, and a bunch of other factors. So that way you're getting the actual nutrients you need. If you are a 110 pound girl, then 50 fat might be a slight bit high for your low. Now, if you're 6'1 and 185 pounds like I am with a lean body mass of like 167, then it's going to be low if I'm eating 40 grams of fat and 50 is going to be pretty, it's going to be on the low end. Like that's probably the minimum I would go with my fats is 50 and the max I would go is probably 80 because I like carbs a lot more. So for example, my exact numbers, again, don't do these for yourself. Muscle mass matters and all these things matter, but my exact numbers, I won't give you exacts. I'll give you, uh, for instance, that way you don't try to match them to my body size. But let's say that I was at 55 grams of fat a day. I could eat 210 grams of carbs a day, and I was trying to eat 180 grams of protein because I was trying to build muscle. So those would be my numbers, and I can change those around based on what I like more. If I like more fats, then that's great. I'll do more fats and then I'll lower my carbs or I want more carbs. I raise my carbs, lower my fats. So it's all like a push pull of each other, but it's based on your goals. It's based on what you prefer and what you enjoy eating, which really makes it personalized to what you want. Because all these big fad diets like Atkins, Keto's, Weight Watchers, all this stuff, not necessarily Weight Watchers, Atkins and Keto. We'll just talk about those two because they restrict intakes of specific macros, but those aren't designed specifically for you. They might work for you, but they're not designed specifically for you. You can't change your numbers on the keto diet because you have no numbers to go off of. So that's the flexibility that I enjoy. That's honestly the main reason that I really like macros is because there's so much flexibility. You're not stuck in this diet that 
is generic for everyone. You're in something that's specific to you, structured to your goals, and ready to be put to work for you, which is another reason why I like it. It's based on your goals. It's based on what you want in terms of what you eat and in terms of fitness goals. Like for myself, I'm currently in the process of trying to build muscle. That's what in fitness terms would be bulking. I'm bulking right now, trying to build muscle, trying to gain muscle mass all over my body. So with that, I need more protein intake because as we had talked about earlier, protein is the thing that builds muscle. Carbs are energy, fats are hormones. So I can change this protein amount rather than just winging it. I can go based on research that is done and eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And if I want to be safe, a little bit more than that. So I weigh 185 pounds and I eat 200 grams of protein a day. That means I'm 15 grams of protein over my one gram per pound. But that's because I want to build muscle. I'm not eating 400 grams of protein a day. I'm not completely overdoing it, but I'm being sure that my muscles have the nutrients they need in order to grow. So basing it on your goals and your what you have planned for yourself is going to be another huge reason why macros are so important because you can move and change these things to really help yourself and help you reach specific goals and things that you're going for. Okay, so that's pretty much, those are like, you have what plan is best, <coughs> there isn't a best plan, it is based on what your preferences are, what do you want, what are you looking for, what works for you, and what do you like the best. I think counting macros is the best for myself because I like the flexibility, I like being able to change numbers based on like I could go a month and really be loving carbs and be like, ah, oh, crap. Well, I, I honestly, I want to eat a little bit more fats and I can adjust my numbers and still do that and be okay. And it doesn't throw my body off. It doesn't slow down my weight loss. It just allows me to have that flexibility. So I really enjoy that. So the big question is, how do you go about picking one? Like what, what should you do? You should do what you want to do, honestly. And I know that's the suckiest answer because it like it doesn't tell you anything. But if you know that the end goal is calories in versus calories burnt, calorie expenditure, then you know the name of the game. And the name of the game is eat less calories than you're burning every day and you're good to go. The hard thing about doing keto and Atkins with that is <coughs> – they're not designed to tell you how much you're burning a day versus how much you need to eat a day. That's the other reason why counting macros, it gives you those numbers. So there is no mess up. There is no, well, I ate way too much fat that day because I ate this like thing of like creamy jalapeno from Chewy's, which is a delicious Mexican place. And there's 40 grams of carbs in one of the small bowls of it. Because if you're doing that, I guarantee you, you're not losing weight as well, even if it fits within the fat range of the keto diet. So picking the one that's best for you is based on personal preference, what you want out of it, and what you're looking for in terms of ease of the diet in terms of what you want to eat more of and goals, I guess, then you need to just make that decision. But know and keep this in the back of your mind while picking diets that it is calories burnt versus calories expenditure. There is no other way to get around it. That is the name of the game. That is the one secret that it can't be disputed. It's if you burn more calories than you're putting into your body, 
then you're going to lose weight. And if you burn less than you're putting into your body, you're going to gain weight. Simple as that. Keep it simple. Don't complicate it. I hope that gives you a really good idea, like the basis of nutrition plans. I hope I wasn't too all over the place. First podcast around fitness. So I hope you enjoyed it. What you should expect with this channel, not all nutrition-based, but a good amount nutrition-based, a lot about fitness, about ways to build muscle, the most effective ways to build muscle, uh, workout splits that are going to be the best for you, um, how long it's going to take you to get to your goals if you have specific goals, and what you need to expect along the way, and tips and tricks to help you, and ways, things that you should avoid in fitness. So there's so many, so many things to cover. This was just um, opening the door to a bunch of new possibilities. Nutrition plans is where I want to start because that's honestly what I get the most questions about. And that's where people seem to get hung up the most is what nutrition plan is best and how does it even work? That's a, a small, small glimpse into the nutrition. I will definitely go deeper into macros and into other dieting plans in the future. But yeah, that's that's all I got for now. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you have any questions or topics that you want covered, you can email me at joshonthegrind at gmail.com. I will be happy to address any of the topics anyone would like to cover. Um, Yeah, so appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Peace.